for September 6th, 2018. It's the Lullabot Podcast. It's the Lullabot Podcast, episode 227. I'm Matt Cleave, senior developer at Lullabot. With me, as always, co-host of the show, senior front-end dev, Mike Herschel. Hey, Mike. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, great. So Lullabot is a Drupal company. Yep. And there's a big event coming up uh, this next week over in Europe. You're the kind of guy that goes to these things. You're like always out in the community, going to these community-driven events, learning and teaching Drupal. Yes, but I am not going to this one. Uh. But we have... A couple people who are. We are. And, you know, I'm kind of excited to hear everything there is to know about Drupal Europe. And the person who I would assume would know the most is the co-founder of 1X Internet uh, from Reykjavik, Iceland, but living in Germany. Uh, she is one of the primary organizers of Drupal Europe and is also an organizer of Drupal Camp Iceland. Uh, welcome, Body Sanya Breidet. Perfect. Hi, hi. <laughs> I've been uh, practicing that. <laughs> we can also try the Icelandic name if you want to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? So that's Bjarne Sonja Olafsdóttir. Ooh, uh, B- no, no. I, I, I think I'm going to stick to body. Does that work? Yeah, okay. body. Also with us today, we have a lead developer and lead trainer with DrupalEyes.me, part of the Lullabot family. Joe Schindelar is with us. He's a developer, artist, and snowboarding enthusiast that's been a part of the Drupal community since 2006. Hey, Joe. Hello, friends. And Joe, you you freaking keynoted the last time that there was a major Drupal event in Europe, right? That is a true statement. Yeah, and you're going back? I am. I will be attending next week. Sounds like fun. So they're having you back after what you said? I, yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one said I couldn't come back. Anyway, so uh, let's talk some Drupal Europe stuff. So why is this not DrupalCon Europe? That's the that's the biggest thing right there. Yeah, there's and, some changes uh, this year, buddy. If you don't mind uh, talking about it, how you know what's what's going on? What's what's Drupal Europe? So in in 2017, around about this time. There was sent out a blog post from uh, the Drupal Association where they uh, called DrupalCon Europe on. Uh, so they said that they would go on a pause for one year uh, due to like a loss in previous years. And there was a very long blog post that explained the reasons behind that. And and therefore, there is no DrupalCon in 2018 in Europe. And immediately, I think we were in the Drupal camp in Belgium and uh, we realized that the community was like not happy about that because we we have a lot of great events in in Europe but we don't have an event where everybody comes together so we basically started a lot of buffs and um, and then we all got together in Vienna in the DrupalCon and after i think probably i think probably had registered four buffs during DrupalCon in Vienna at least uh, we decided to just go for it and let's just do this together and and Basically, we have people from all over Europe and even from further away uh, that are now organizing this. And this is a large group, 40, 50 people who are doing this and pulling this off. That yeah. sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, and it has done like so much for, for the community here in Europe because before we were a little bit just doing things in our own countries. Mm-hmm. But now suddenly we are collaborating and we are working together. And that's actually just one of the biggest wins that are coming out of this this conference, one of them, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the organization of, of what's going on, um, like what steps were involved? Like obviously you had to rent out this huge venue. Um, how did you get involved? Uh, how, what big challenges did you have, et cetera? Yeah, so we were, so out of these buffs, we had like a, a team of maybe 20 people that agreed that we should just take this forward. So we did like a, we immediately organized the weekly calls. So we just started to do hangouts on, on Jitsi and try to like figure out what would be our next steps. And then somewhere in October, I think we then uh, started to think about, okay, we have to get a venue, but like getting a venue for 1000 plus people uh, at a really high season uh, in conference, you know, like, 
in very many countries, it was like not very easy. But we did a call for venues, and that was in November, and we got 13 uh, local communities in Europe, and even one uh, suggestion from Australia, where we were really happy because Australia, if you know, I don't know about you in the US, but uh, we have this annual Eurovision, which is a song contest. Yeah. Where we compete basically against each other, you know, who has the best song and, and who has the best artists. So uh, Australia is allowed to participate in this Eurovision since two years. Really? So because, uh, and, and that was like the fun part of it that Australia also then said like, yeah, we can also then apply for Drupal Europe. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so like an honorary member of the EU there? Yeah. The so, Eurovision, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and actually important, actually, this was one of the major things that we spoke about in the beginning, like, this is not Drupal EU, because we have a lot of countries that are not part of the EU, that are still like part of Drupal Europe. So therefore, I was really clear from the start, like, we always talk about Drupal Europe, because this is for like, obviously, it's for the whole community, but it is definitely uh, all European countries. Uh, which one example is Iceland, which is not part of the EU, so but we still uh, are part of Europe. Yeah, so we got the call for venues, and then we like had like some sleepless weekends where we were looking at the venues and we were looking at the offers, and then we we saw basically, and we did a vote. We met in the online again in the end of November. We did a vote: who should. Uh, what like venue and area would be the best. Um, and we had very few to choose from, but a very good ones. So we decided on Darmstadt. And that was basically in the middle of December 2017. So talk a little yeah. bit about where the uh, conference is actually going to be held and, and you know, how, how it's going to yeah. go. So the, the conference is held in this a really new modern convention center, or, or it's actually, it's more like a smaller, um conference center and this is one of the i think it, we even saw that it's like on top 10 of the modern conference centers in europe or something like that cool and it's really bright like every single room has a uh, as windows and it's this really beautiful place so, so it's very unlike how we have been going to drupal conferences where it's always in a really large house like convention centers where you basically, you haven't been outside except those who smoke, but everybody else are just inside from eight to eight or even longer. And uh, so that the house is just in the middle of uh, the city called Darmstadt, which is 25 minutes away from Frankfurt International Airport. So that's just really convenient for everybody who's coming from abroad to fly in. And there's even a bus that goes directly from the from the airport to this uh, conference center. How many people are you expecting? So we are we are expecting 1,000 people, which is in our all, all of our opinion amazing because we started with a Twitter account with zero followers. You know, we were the first 20 followers of, of the Twitter account. And we have also not done any any direct marketing here because the team just hasn't had the capabilities of that. So like having Making a conference with 1,000 people uh, is a really big win for us to have, you know, to be able to pull that off. Yeah, that sounds pretty amazing. So, um, what type of budget are you working with? Yeah, I can actually like go from like what happened then after Christmas because yeah. then yeah, exactly. So then we had to sign a, a. So one of the biggest problems that we had was that we didn't know like who is going to be responsible for this because if you're doing a conference on this size you have to book a venue that costs uh, 200,000 euros or around about that wow. amount of money and i don't know like how much that is in us dollars when do they want their money so we signed we had to sign a contract and they like that was like split up to you know different uh, payments and and we thought like okay but how are we going to do that we're just uh, we are just people in the community that are, are pulling up an event like this. So how are we going to do that? So then we were so lucky to have the German Drupal Association that basically sat and stood up and said, hey, we can do it. We have an entity in Germany 
and they were also the ones who proposed this venue. And they said, like, we will make sure that the financial part is taken care of. We have the nonprofit organization here in Frankfurt or in, in, in Germany. So, and we are just then the people who are uh, behind that, and we will take the financial risk on this event. What is the German Drupal Association? I didn't realize that they existed. So, yeah, so in, in like, it's, the, I don't know if it is maybe not the right word to say association. There's like all types of words, different words you can use for it. But very many countries in Europe have their own local uh, association or foundation. Okay. So in Iceland, we even have one. And what, what we, for example, and what surprised me when I got to know the Drupal Association better and I went to my first DrupalCon in Nashville, it surprised me. And I was like, is the Drupal Association really involved in helping out with the camps? You know, in the US. So this is something that we didn't know about in, in Europe because in Europe, you have in every single country, you have our own little fund, non-profit foundation that takes care of the camps and all the activities that are happening in the country. Yeah, in the US, it's kind of a mix. Uh, the Drupal Association does provide financial services to some camps that, that choose to take, uh, that, that choose to use that. But a lot of camps, like I'm an organizer of Florida Drupal Camp, and we have we have a local nonprofit association called the Central Florida Computer Society that handles that for us, and we kind of just do our own organizing. So it's it's a mix all throughout the U.S. here. Yeah, exactly. And here and here in uh, in the in Europe, it is just like at least in in Germany, we have a, a foundation. We have in the Netherlands and and France, uh, Denmark, Iceland, Sweden, Finland, and so on. Mm-hmm. So most of them have it. So the the German the German uh, association just stood up and said, we are going to be the entity behind it. So that was just a big support. So we immediately put out together like a group of people who were representing the German association, which are then the ones who take eventually the final decisions that are related to something that is related to the financial part of the, the event. And then there's the, the people who set up the program and the com- or the community part. And we've just, from January to today, the group has, of course, changed. There have been people that have been coming into the group, and there's been people who have been, you know, not being able to help us more, but uh, which is very normal when you're setting up a conference like this. And uh, yeah, and we just have like, uh, you can look at our website on DrupalEurope.org and look at the team. I think there's probably 50 people listed there as, as part of the organization. That's pretty awesome. It's a, that's a big deal to be able to organize something like this, especially starting from the ground, you know, from ground zero. So have you had any, um, you know, besides, besides figuring out how you're going to handle that 200,000 euros, um, any big oh shit moments where you're kind of scared something's not going to happen or you're... You oh, know. trust me, like, trust me. There is like probably the moment from April to July, end of July, that was just a lot of, in many ways, sleepless nights because there are so many things that have to come together. And now in August, it has been really smooth and like pe- things have been coming, like the yeah. hard work of the group has actually been coming together now in August. So we've been meeting every single week since, like I said, since October last year. And there's some people have attended, I think, almost every single meeting. Um, And not to forget, there's not only the payment of the venue that we need to do. There's also like all kinds of uh, marketing. We have to print out some badges. We have to make lanyards. There is catering involved, like people need to eat. There's a trivia night that we need to rent a room for. And there are like all these extra rooms for buffs and for all kinds of other activities. Uh, so the, the, the base cost for the venue is just half of the budget that we actually need for an event like that. So we are also going to have a retrospective in the end of uh, the conference where we are basically going to go through all we have we have been collecting now in the last um, four to six weeks we've been collecting like things uh, on a like for the retrospective where we are just going to be talking about like what could we have done better 
what did we do good and just how you do it when you do a product right yeah that's awesome but one of the main like it's what is really hard you know <laughs> it's like let's making a website you know like we had to build a website from scratch uh, and we just do this all professionally no doubt but suddenly you just have to also still like do this uh, potentially in your in your free time uh, depending on if the company there was a lot of company who companies who were actually supporting the employees to be volunteers so we were really lucky but there was also other companies that just were maybe not directly supporting it or there were freelancers that just had to maybe do that in their free time so just these challenges of building a website you know making all the marketing material contacting people to to come and and talk you know, it's just a, a lot of effort. Well, wrangling sponsors too, right? Getting people to, you know, step in and financially support as well. Yeah. So, so we were really like, we were really lucky. And and again, like, please, everybody who's listening, go on the website and look at the list of sponsors. So our goal was actually we got, you know, we got our goal. Uh, I think two days ago, the goal was that we would get the sponsorship to cover the venue. And uh, and that has been like a a goal from day one, and we reached that now two days ago. So so please like go on the website and and check out the names of the companies who are sponsoring. But there's also a lot of the people like the companies who are also behind the people who are organizing. They are also sponsoring in that way as well. And that's DrupalEurope.org. DrupalEurope.org. Yes, that's true. Yeah, and we'll have the links, of course, in the show notes. And I have to say, like, the website, I will, I certainly hope that the website is going to be used for other events after this. Because we, ba we basically, in my opinion, this, this project, how, it is, how the website is built, how, how everything is made, you know, we are even streaming the, all of the information from the schedule on info screens around the venue through our website. So we you know have you heard about the Splash Awards? I haven't heard about it. Tell me. Go ahead. So we can, we can <laughs> no we can no 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 because like we were talking about it yesterday that I, I we are so proud of like how 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 the website actually came out and how powerful tool the website has become to be you know to just send out the content for example to all the info screens in the venue. Uh, which, uh, which is normally like there's a person working in the venue who is just like updating the screens and all that. But now we're just doing this all automatically through our website. And I said like we are, this, this site should be nominated for the Splash Awards 2019. Which, uh, yeah, so the Splash Awards, like we are kicking off Drupal Europe with the European Splash Awards where we are, um, where we are celebrating uh, successful Drupal projects in Europe. And that's a prize, that's a, like a competition called Splash Awards, where uh, there's going to be a winner in in some in in the categories enterprise, healthcare, nonprofit, government, yeah, and so on, higher education and more. I don't remember. Like in in Vienna, we announced it in the end of uh, in the final note on the closing session that every country that makes a local Splash Awards can participate in the European Splash Awards, where the first two projects in each category can participate on a European level. And then we find out what company is, or what project is the best project in that category. And we are so, basically giving out a, a Splash Award. So even Australia can participate? <laughs> yeah, if Australia does their local, uh, so the, you have to have a local, Splash Awards before to be able to participate yeah. in European. Gotcha. So, so we have now this year, this year we have Germany, Netherlands, Austria, Bulgaria, Norway, and Denmark. Okay. So is the website uh, open source? Is that up anywhere where people can download it and start messing around with it? Um, our website? You mean DrupalEurope.org? Yes, yes. No, but it should be, right? <laughs> right, yeah. If you want people to use it, uh, that would be the first step. I, I certainly hope that we will uh, do something with this website afterwards and just put it as a starter kit for for those who are uh, doing an event. Yeah, I was looking at it earlier. I was looking at the schedule, and I like how the schedule is laid out. 
uh, it's it, it looks really good. It's really easy to use, and uh, yeah. Well, from a conference organizing perspective, I was just looking at the schedule. It looks like uh, there's uh, some some training on the first day, three days of session, and and then uh, a contribution day on on Friday, the last day, September 10th through the 14th, right? So it uh, it kind of takes shape like a normal DrupalCon. Yeah, that was also very. There was a struggle in the beginning because we were thinking, you know, hey, let's do it a little bit shorter. But then we realized really early on that people just expected uh, a DrupalCon. You know, that, that, that was like either people were talking about Drupal Europe as DrupalCon Europe, or they were just talking about it like that the trivia night, that's just like something that we always do. So we decided not to go much away from the traditional schedule. Except the Dries note is going to be held on a Wednesday instead of a Tuesday. Otherwise, it's, it's pretty similar to a DrupalCon. Yeah, the Dries note. Um, so, so, so there is a Dries note. Now, I saw on Twitter that there's also going to be, I don't know if this is part of the Dries note, but there's going to be a uh, session with Dries and Matt Mullenweg, from, uh, who is the founder and creator of WordPress. Yeah, yeah. who just, just canceled two weeks ago. Oh, uh, well then, never mind. Sad trombone. Yeah. But we have so many other great people in the same panel. So that the keynote yeah. on so the keynote on Thursday is a, a keynote about the future of open source and open web. And just due to the discussions that have been and especially going on now in, in Europe with GTPR, it's just really you know, we, we thought that this is a necessary discussion to have. And we spoke to Matt and Matt like wanted to come and, and we were in really good uh, connection with him, but suddenly like two weeks ago, he had to had to cancel due to a scheduling conflict. He also said to us, and he wrote to even a tweet out to us, like, I will come next time or, you know, I hope we will be able to see you again soon. Yeah. But we have Barb Pulser, who is uh, from Google. Uh, she's part of the panel. Then we have uh, Leslie Hawthorne, who is working for Red Hat. She's also coming and participating in the panel. And then you guys will be the first to know that uh, Tim uh, from Drupal Association is going to be the moderator. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so we actually expect like a, a really interesting panel discussions uh, from all these participants. And that's going to be the keynote on Thursday morning. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Tim, I hear there's going to be a demo of the new Drupal associate or the Drupal.org uh, issue queue with integrated with the GitLab and everything, correct? Yeah. Or that that's what I've heard too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That the, I, I think the community in general is pretty excited about that. Yeah. And therefore it's also so exciting to have him also as a, as the moderator of this too, because I think that he knows a lot about uh, this topic and he's going to be asking the right questions, I think, to the panelists. Yeah, absolutely. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't he the interim uh, executive director of the Drupal Association after Megan uh, stepped yeah. down? Yeah, so Megan, uh, I think it is the 21st of September, which will be her last day. And then uh, he is then the interim yeah, executive uh -huh. director. Yeah. Cool. We're talking Drupal Europe with Bobby, one of the head organizers, a big conference coming up in Germany. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the conference location. We're going to talk to uh, Joe Schindler, who has barely peeped. And uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> and we're just going to go from there. Yeah, coming up right after this. Whether you're learning how to build sites with Drupal or diving into the code, there are community-powered camps, summits, sprints, and trainings happening all over the world. Find all of these and more at DrupalCal.com. And of course, if you want to boost your Drupal chops from the comfort of your own home, point your browser to DrupalEyes.me and stuff your brain full of carefully crafted videos and tutorials. Welcome back. We're talking with Body, who is uh, one of the primary organizers for Drupal Europe. And we're talking everything about Drupal Europe. And uh, so I want to talk to Joe, who we haven't really heard much. Uh, Joe, you have a session uh, c coming up in Drupal Europe. And um, tell us about it. And have you seen any, are there, is there anything else that you're really excited to see while you're over there? 
I'm going to be giving a session about using Gatsby JS, which is a static site generator to build um, sites using Drupal as a backend. Gatsby is um, it's billed as being a blazing fast static site generator. Like one of the things that's really neat about it is its ability to pull content from a bunch of different sources. Drupal being one of those, and it's a neat way to build a site that uses technologies like React. Um, and I'm excited to give some examples of doing that. And if you want to know more about Gatsby, you can watch Joe's session or maybe look at the Lullabot podcast episode 226. True statement. <laughs> I, in terms of like other sessions to check out, I'm always a fan of things that are in the sort of being human track. Uh, I know that Drupal Europe has doesn't have tracks in the same way that we've had them in the past where it, there's like a coding and development track and a being human track uh, that they're organized by um, sort of like industry instead, but there's still you. All of the sessions are tagged, so you can go and see. Check out the being human tag, um, and I'm just in general a big fan of the sessions that talk about the sort of human aspect of community organization and software development and um, how we interact with one another within Drupal as a community or at work and such. So. Yeah, I always like those sessions. Body, can you talk a little bit about the uh, the program and how that was put together and organized in the way it was? Yeah, that was one of the things that we wanted to try. You know, because we said like we can we can try something out and see how it works. And one of it was to think about it from two perspectives. Like one is to think about it. You know, in what industry track does it fit into? But on the other time, other side, like also just use the expertise, you know, tagging on it. So there is obviously, we got 450, around 450 sessions submitted. And we could unfortunately only accept 160 of those or 162. Uh, but most of the sessions were submitted into the track Drupal and technology where you find a lot of the traditional sessions about like backend, frontend, decoupled. Um, we also have a track for DevOps. Uh, and then there's the tracks for government, publishing and media, uh, higher education, where we really wanted to see if we can attract um, people who are using Drupal and they not necessarily find themselves in the schedules of thinking about it from backend or frontend perspective, where they just say like, okay, I want to go and I want to see all the sessions that are in the government track, and that could be that there's like a front-end session there and there's a back-end session and there's a, a being human session. Um, it doesn't matter, you find it, it's still relevant to the government. So you will see a lot of, if you go into the set, if you go into the, the tracks, you can see there like that's very many sessions are tagged in more than one industry. So, so it's just like a, it's a little bit of a puzzle, so you can really play around if you go on the website. You can really try to find the program that fits you, depending on if you want to look at it from an industry perspective, or if you just want to say you want to say like I want to see all the decoupled uh, sessions on the on the conference, and that doesn't matter like if they are in the government or or Drupal and technology or in agency business. I, I like that from the perspective of the convince your boss to go. Um, just, you know, if somebody yeah. were a, was a Drupal professional in higher education or in government or something, I mean, it's very easy to make that uh, argument that, hey, look at all of these things that I can learn that are directly applicable to, to my job here. And yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And we've also like with that, we, we also were able to attract speakers from the these industry verticals. So, you know, in, in the in the publishing and media track, there's, for example, uh, there's a blockchain panel. Uh, or there's like track, you know, Burta is going to be talking about what they've been doing with Thunder, you know, so there's like in, in these tracks, you really find, you know, experts from, uh, from our community that are like really focusing on that one in particular, uh, industry. So that's, that's really nice to see. And we were really lucky to get all these good speakers in, in, government and and so on and maybe not to forget the open web launch um have you heard about that i uh, tell me about it <laughs> so the it started in drupalcon in nashville uh where there was an open did you visit the open web launch there 
I passed by it. I didn't actually visit it. I, I I think it was a number of people from from the WordPress community, but they were talking about just the open web in general. Am I yeah. correct on that or no? Yeah, you're correct. And they were from other communities as well there. So we decided to, we, we thought it was a great idea how we can bring together other open source technologies and maybe start to have a little bit of conversation about things that we all have in common. You know, we have communities and we have uh, security and privacy issues. We have, um, we just generally, there are so many things that we have in common and we are not very much talking uh, with each other and potentially looking at what the others are doing. So we decided to do this as well. And we are even dedicating a whole large uh, room for the open web launch that I encourage everyone to visit. Uh, and there we have, if you go on the website again, to program and the open web launch, you will see that uh, that is sponsored by Automatic uh, and Google. And the partners of the open web launch, and there's going to be people from these partners. It's uh, Joomla, Typo3, WordPress, uh, Plone, Open Source Initiative, CMS Garden, Neos, Contenido. So there's going to be like representatives, uh, one or two at least, minimum from each of these uh, open source technologies. And I also know that um, DB Hurley from Mautic and Gabriel from Rocket Chat, they are also going to be at, at Drupal Europe. And there's going to be probably a lot of really interesting talks happening in the Open Web Lunch. Are there, is it like a BOF type of space? Like, are yeah. there going to be scheduled talks in there? Or is it just show up and start asking questions? So it is going to be, uh, we are going to be doing a little, like a type of a un unconference okay. where people just suggest topics and then we put them on, in, like, in, like a buff. But there has been like the, the organizers of the open, so the open source initiative and CMS Garden, uh, they have been like thinking about some topics they to talk about and they are making sure that we will have a good conversation in there that will help all of us. Cool. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, and again, like if you go on the on the website, you can see what we we say about this, and and we think this is exciting. Like this is something that we should be doing in more conferences. That we should try to get in. You know, Joe spoke about Gatsby and 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 React before. You know, we should try to get them also into our conferences because, you know, mm -hmm. these are the like we are using these technologies, and why are we not? also having the conversation with them at, at our events. No, yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of innovation happening outside of Drupal too, yeah. which is like really, really important to bring in. Yeah, I think that this is a start. And this is also, you know, with CMS Gardens, who is, have been doing this for a long time here in, in Europe and here in Germany. They are going to conferences together uh, and they are talking about advocating for, for open source. Um, and like, this is just, one of the first steps that we can maybe start be doing something more like this. That's awesome. So uh, tell us about the city uh, that the conference is in Darmstadt. Yeah, there. Uh, this is like I, I told you before. It's very close to Frankfurt, and mm -hmm. you know maybe some of you have noticed, uh, and and that's also maybe why we we don't have more people coming. But the, in Frankfurt, at the same time, is happening a very large uh, conference. I think there's there's coming 150,000 people to Frankfurt during Holy the week. Holy cow! What what <laughs> conference is that for? It's for it's a car uh, part conference, Auto Mechanica. Okay. It's one of the largest ones. Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe that's the reason why the the conference center was free when we were asking so late in no, in November last year. Do you think there's any overlap between Drupal Europe and Auto Mechanica? There is not an overlap <laughs> from the people perspective, but there are problems of getting accommodations. Sure. Yeah. So people have been struggling with that. I don't know, Joe. You know, I hope that you have a place to stay. I do, and I actually I didn't have any trouble finding a spot. So I don't That's know if great. I just got lucky or or what the case is. But yep, I'm I'm all set. You, you just know how to search, right? Yeah, you type things into Google. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is a pro. Yeah. <laughs> at Googling. Yeah. That's that's how he became a developer. Exactly. So Darmstadt is uh, just, there are actually a couple of uh, Drupal companies located in Darmstadt. 
Uh, and, and this is just like, I don't know, I'm actually looking it up now how many live there. I think there is like, there are 150,000 people. Okay. So it's pretty, it's pretty not a large. Small town. Yeah. And what is maybe most important, like what, what is most interested is that the European Space Operations Center is located in Darmstadt. I saw that on the uh, tourist section of the website, and I also saw that Frankenstein's Castle is is somewhere in the vicinity too, correct? Yeah, and I think like somebody is also going to have a t-shirt that is, I think, really related to that, but that's just something that I've heard about. That's just a rumor? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wearing that right now? No. No, maybe not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's so awesome. Maybe this could be like part of the Drupal Horizons track, you know, where people use Drupal to program robots, you know, maybe instead of a robot, it could be like some type of living dead creature. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, I can help out with that. I, I used to program robots when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, we can figure it out. <laughs> cool. No, yeah, so like at Darmstadt is also, it's, a, it, it's called the Digital City. So there's like a lot of digit, like large uh, institutions and organizations that are located in Darmstadt. So this is one of the, the digital cities of Germany. And they also have like a, the official title, the city of science. So this is definitely the correct place. And uh, next to the conference center, the technical university of Darmstadt is located next to the conference center. And this is one of the, the one of the top technical universities in, in Germany. So this is uh, definitely the place to be at if you are in our industry. Yeah, so we are also hoping that there are people going to come from there as well. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. But again, like maybe, maybe you know, we all wish that we had two months more because we have such a, a great program and but we haven't been able to like market that really much outside of the Drupal community. So not that many people know about us yet. So, uh, um, so we are hoping like we are still selling a lot of tickets that are just from people who are who are coming from there now. So that's interesting because they are just hearing about it now. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Why is it so important for you to fly halfway around the world to uh, go see this Drupal conference? You know, personally for me, it I it was important to me to be able to go and support the organizers of the event. I thought it is just amazing that the community stepped up to fill in this space that was being left by there being no DrupalCon Europe this year. Um, and I really wanted to be able to support that effort. I think it's super cool. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that Drupalize Me um, helps make it possible for me to travel like that, so that's pretty sweet. Um, and I, you know, I early on, one of the things that I kind of noticed in talking to people about uh, Drupal Europe was that there was sort of this like chicken or egg problem where there's a ton of people who were like, "Well, I'll go if everybody else is going to go." Um, or I'll submit a session if there, you know, if everyone else is going to submit a session and trying to get sort of a critical mass of people. And for me, there was a little like, well, I guess that just isn't going to happen unless people start signing up. So I was like, I'll sign up and I'll commit to going. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, that and I, you know, it's I just love all of the opportunities to get together and um, with other people in the Drupal community and participate in these types of events and um, so. This is a good opportunity to do that. One thing I noticed um, when you look at the, uh, at the at the schedule, it doesn't mention sprinting, um, which is something that kind of raised my eyebrow uh, because, as I recall, the the Drupal cons that happened in Europe were really kind of known for the sprinting and, and the core work and the really great things that got done there. Um, can you explain kind of what the the thinking is there? Yeah, that was also a request from the the team that we should maybe rethink the the word uh, sprinting or, or code sprinting because by that we are we are so, somehow like only referring to one type of, of thing that you're then doing you're working on the code uh, but there's so many other ways of contributing to to drupal so we really you know we said that everybody has something to contribute contribute so if you are a product manager, marketeer, you're a content strategist, you're a translator, 
you are a coder, you're taking pictures, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you have an opportunity to come to the contribution area and help out uh, making the project better and work on it. So that's just what we, we really focused on the whole time of, of, and maybe, and hopefully this will also be like taken from, you know, further, that we just speak about this as a contribution mm -hmm. instead of talking about code sprinting. Because then we are really, you know, we are really then inviting all diverse type of people who are working in in uh, very different roles in companies to come and also participate. I love this idea. It's amazing how just the change of like one or two words, the impact that that could have too, just changing it from being code sprint to contribution or a contribution yeah. day or something like that. Like it's so much more inclusive and it's easier for picture to, easier for people to picture themselves in that space when it's like, oh, I can definitely contribute versus like, oh, a code sprint, I'm not a coder. And yet we say like, don't worry, you don't have to be a coder to attend our code sprint. Um, <laughs> exactly. Pretty cool. Yeah, like right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't have to be a coder to code. <laughs> So we are, we are gonna, there's going to be a contribution uh, happening on Monday, and then there's going to be, again, on Friday, and of course, during the conference as well. And on, on Friday, there's going to be the first-time contributors, and they are going to be introduced and helped. And uh, so if, if you are listening and you're coming, then please come on, on Friday and participate in that as well. Are there going to be any informal uh, sprinting sprints uh, either before the conference or after Friday? Yeah, there is a there is some Excel uh, or Google Sheets that is being spread around where people can sign up for different topics. And I know that they there there's some like we are also you know you could also apply for a contribution ticket. So there's also a lot of people who said, like, we want to come to Drupal Europe, but we not necessarily want to go and visit all the sessions. So what we did is that we opened up the exhibition area, open web lounge, and the contribution area. And we just said, like, we have a, a ticket, and you just have to apply for that ticket and show how you're going to be contributing. We also did, like, a we gave out uh, 25 free tickets uh, to diversitytickets.org. Where they, where you could basically apply for a diversity ticket, and and then you know the diversity ticket dot, tickets dot org, they then choose from the pool, and and we basically gave out these tickets as well. So there's also like some experiments there that have been working out really well, and I really surely hope that that's going to be ongoing for next years. So, Badi, I understand the answer might be "ask me in a week and a half," but uh, is this 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 organization of a huge conference like this has been a ton of work? Yeah. Is this something that you think can be continued by the community? Is it sustainable? Uh, no, it's not. Um, this is way uh, like we've been. You know, we are going to have a session about this. This is going to be the last session uh, on the conference where where we certainly are 100% sure that, that this is nothing that should be done uh, in volunteering uh, time. Because putting up something like this, you, you firstly, like, we were thinking about if we should just say thank you to all our families and friends that we've basically been neglecting the last six months <laughs> and spending every single evening and, and weekend. And this is really just a, a you know, there's also going to be a couple of burnout uh, sessions on Drupal Europe, and this is definitely uh, a, you know, a way to go into that. But we are, we are really taking care of our team, and we are making sure that the team is feeling good. And we are also, also making sure that there is no pressure on the people in the team, that they don't feel like that they have to do everything and work every single evening, because maybe just people just can't do that or for every reason it is. You know, so we are really mindful of, and we are really making sure that that we are not going to have anybody in this group that is going to say like, "I'm never going to do it again." So until now, we have been really successful with that, and we have like a group of people who are all just really excited. But this is nothing that's going to be, you know, this is way too big, in my opinion, 
to be done by volunteers every single year because this is a project of six to ten months at least. Well, it sounds like the Drupal Association is, is going to do a, Dru a DrupalCon Europe next year. Is, I'm, I'm assuming that's the plan as far as you know. Yeah, I think that there's even gonna, you know, I think that this is even gonna be announced, uh, or I've heard that this is gonna be announced at Drupal Europe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've been hearing a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, and, and I can just tell you, just come, just be early on Wednesday to see the pre-note, and then to make sure that you get the best seats for the Dries note, where, uh, where hopefully we're gonna hear everything about what's gonna happen in 2019. Is, is the okay. pre-note gonna be awkward singing and dancing? Of course. Uh, no, you're going to participate, right? It wouldn't be a pre-note if it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah, some of those are over the top, that's all. Yeah, I really, I really, I also just really want to say, because we were talking about the organizers, you know, you like, I think I am, I am every single day amazed by the effort that the people have been putting into this. And like, if you go and you look at the website and you see the people, you know, we have from, if you just look at the first, you know, the countries that we are coming from, it's like the Netherlands, Scotland, Germany, Iceland, Denmark, Hungary, uh, Portugal, Finland, India, and Ukraine. And these people have just been meeting every single week online and we are probably chatting, you know, I, I wish that we had like a Slack that where we could really see how many words we've been writing to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like having, you know, I think that's the biggest win for us that we have, uh, we have really brought together the community and there's going to be you know, round tables happening at Drupal Europe that the Drupal Association has been organizing. There's going to be, you know, buffs about how can we work a little bit more together? How can we make sure that when you're doing an event that you have the starter kit? You don't have to start to create the website and figure out how the layout of the sponsor brochure has to be. You know, this is just what you, you know, this is how you should do it and you can then a little bit change it. You know, so I, I wish that we can like, I, I really hope that we will have something to work from. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That, I mean, even if you don't end up organizing another big event like this together, the relationships that it's created between all of the different people in the different countries and like people that were organizing their own independent events previously and now working together. And I'm sure that that continues to be a valuable thing, even if you're not putting together a, a big conference, but just, you know, sharing ideas and talking to one another, one another about what you're doing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. And also like the, the program, the track chairs, it's like around 30 people. And they also did always a weekly meeting from I think May, on they've been doing they've been meeting weekly like 20 to 30 people on a you know you also have to have like a very good product management skills to organize something like that yes. and and i have to like say that we have we were talking about it we we have really mastered like how to do an online meeting you know because everybody has to say something but it has to be really like on time and we we have to respect each other we have to make sure that we are not talking too much, which I probably am doing at now. <laughs> Sounds like the business so, of community plumbing. Yeah. So that is, that is just like, you know, and not to forget, we of course use Drupal, Drupal.org and we give credits for those who are participating in uh, the meetings. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I, I said DrupalCon was doing that also. So that's, that's pretty neat. I have uh, one final question here for you, Body, if uh, you don't mind. You had mentioned how great um, it was that the sponsors came through and you fulfilled your goal on that front. Um, one of the criticisms from having the DrupalCon in Europe was um, that it wasn't feasible financially. Um, how does it look like we're going to come out on that end? Just as of uh, five days ago, I think that uh, we first saw a black number on our financial analysis document. Hey, that's great. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, awesome. And, and that yeah, and yeah. that was always our goal, but keep in mind that um, we, we had to also, you know, we couldn't do everything that we wanted to do. We would love to have been able to make like more parties or more events. We also like, uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things like live streaming and that we just said like, no, we are going to make sure that we come out 
on zero. And if we will have anything extra on the next week, we will maybe just buy a round of, of drinks for people in the in the last party, right? Yeah, yeah, especially uh, especially for the organizers. I think the organizers are probably yeah. probably do. I mean, you talk about being in the black, but that's in the black with thousands of volunteer hours. Yeah, yeah, and that is something that is uh, that is paid also and sponsored by partly also companies that are not on our sponsor list. Sure. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, I wish that also that we can somehow celebrate them as well. Uh, some of them are already listed, the names of the companies from the people on the website, but we need to celebrate also the, the time that, you know, that the companies allow people to spend on it, which is amazing. This is awesome. Uh, Body, I think you and all of the other organizers have put together something pretty special and I'm excited to get to be able to attend and check it out. Yeah, we are certainly excited to meet you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and, and Matt and Michael, you just come next time, right? Well, yeah. you know, I yeah. have I have this screen up on my computer. It says that I can get a last minute ticket for 650 euros. I think the, yeah. the, the, only, confu the only confusion is, is I don't know what a euro is. It's about That's... like one point two dollars or something. So maybe you're like at eight hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. It's like some money. It's it's yeah. yeah. Can I go get like seashells or something? <laughs> I don't know. No, I body. I, I appreciate all of the hard work um, that your team has done, and you know anybody involved with Drupal Europe. Um, it's shaping up to be a great yeah. event, and I'm I'm pleased yeah. to say that I'm part of the community that was able to produce something like this. Yeah. And and again, like this is like we always say, it, like this is not you know this, this is not my team. This is the this is the team. Like sure. this is, you know, it's just really important that you know there are so many people who have been standing up, and there is nobody who has just been you know leading that. There's just like there has been really, you know, people have just really been taking responsibility of of certain parts of the program. And it's just amazing to see how involved people are and where their heart like is in the community. So That's thanks awesome. for thanks for thanks for letting me share that with you. Thanks for yeah, coming thank on. Thank you. I uh, uh, Matt, before we uh, hang up here, I have one session I want to plug from okay. uh, Lullabot Zeki Vesquez. Oh, awesome! And he's talking. He's talking about the. Op he's going to be talking on Tuesday about the autopsy of vulnerabilities, and just like various different security. Uh, yeah. Zeki is a super sharp guy um, and has has a has a really great mind for that security stuff. So that sounds yeah. like it's going to be a great session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten thirty uh, Tuesday morning. So everybody should go to that and uh, heckle him. Of course, we want to hear Joe talk too, right? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe's session I think is also on Tuesday. Tuesday. It's in the yeah. like second time slot. So after you go to Zeki's, you can come to mine. All right, all right. So start off with the bots and then move on. Cool. And I will be in the in the hallway track. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be running around, and putting out fires, etc. I'm sure. Of course. As as that happens, yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks.